You're listening to the Ontos Podcast, where we explore the nature of stories in the pursuit of being and truth. I'm Vod. And I'm Matt. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music. In the end, I must trust myself. I have seen men who have beaten from themselves the ability to recognize truth and goodness, and I do not think I am one of them. I can still see the tears in a young child's eyes and feel pain at its suffering. If I ever lose this, then I know that I have passed beyond hope of redemption. Chapter 23 Chapter 23. Well, he's past that. Indeed. <laughs> or it sounds like it, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah he's past that. All right. Vin's back at the balls, and she is in the gossip groups. Way to go, Vin. She Indeed. is standing around. People are gossiping about a ton of things. They're talking about what Kelsier did to the nobleman, that whole like thing we talked about. How in Tron. Like, yeah, like what did he do? Did it work like this? Like all it's working exactly how we planned. They are it could have been this. No, but they were allies. What about this? Well, they thought maybe if they did this, they would make them more desperate. No, I don't think that was it. I think it was these guys. And it's just And now they're killing each other over the the thought that they killed this guy. Yep. And we learn that House Venture is bunkering down and they're preparing for a house war. And so the plan is on track. The army's on track. The noblemen's are at each other's throat. This plan's coming together. Indeed. This plan's coming together. Well, there's a little bit more chatting here, and we learn again exactly how the obligators are used. The obligator, uh, or one of the noblemen is like, hey, I'm going to meet you for a game. And they're like, you haven't come the last two times, and we need four people. Just tell us if you're not coming. And he goes, fine. Calls over an obligator and goes, I promise to go to the game with these people and pays the obligator. The obligator's like, I've witnessed this. And he's like, are we good? We're good. If only DMs could use that. Yeah. <laughs> I witnessed this. Um, but yeah, no. So like that was like a pretty funny way that that's used. But Vin picks up on it and goes, this is so smart. Not a single deal goes by without an obligator sticking their nose in it. Not a single agreement, not a single contract, not anything and she's like the lord ruler has spies everywhere he's literally built into the governmental system itself nothing important happens without an obligator witnessing it nothing legal at least and so yeah vin's like well i think i need to go now it's time for me to run out and one of the gossips was like well vin or well lady valette if you're leaving, you're not going to get the juicy gossip I have on the Steel Ministry. And she's like, okay, what is that? Like, that would be nice. And it turns out that the Steel Ministry, they're scared of something. Because they are hunting down thieving crews, Scott thieving crews, like it's no one's business. They are making an effort. They're looking for someone. And Vin's like, ooh, that's not good. Because she's like, yeah, they apparently they caught one that was like, within like a mile of this party or something. She said something along that, those lines. And Vince's like, ooh, clubs this shop is <laughs> is around that close. No, we're fine. We're fine. It's not, it's not us. I know it's not us. But they're really coming down on them. You know, we saw what, what they were did to Cayman's old crew and everything. They are, you know, we can at least assume, right, they're looking for Kelsier. They're, they're trying to find him. And 
I don't know. I wonder if, you know, this, like they were talking about with the spreading of rumors with Venture and everything, is this 11th Metal business kind of getting to the Lord Ruler a bit? Because, like I said, they're cracking down on everything. But Ven's like, or Lady Vlet's like, okay, that sounds good and everything. I gotta go. I need to go find my terrorist men and we need to get out of here. And she goes to leave and then Lady Shan shows up. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm, yes. Um... Lady Shan shows up and's like, I'm here to talk to Vin. And then she berates Vin. And then it's like, all right. But she's like, you need to be a useful pawn, okay? You need to be just be happy that you're being used. And you need to like start hanging out with Ellen again. She's like, well, I'm not hanging out with Ellen. Leave me alone. And he's like, no, 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 you're dumb. Go hang out with Ellen again. I need you to read his books and tell me what he's reading. And Vin's like, oh, there it is. Yep. There it is. They were trying to look at the books earlier. And so she's like, you know what? Shan is right. It is a good position for Lady Valette to be a pawn in the Great Houses games because it means she's going to get even more insight into what's going on. So she essentially agrees non-verbally that she's, she's going to do it. And she goes to sit down and Shan leaves her alone. And then sees Ellen, which we learn up to this point that Ellen has been dodging her for like the past two months. He's either not coming to the balls or when he does, just outright ignores her and in the back of vin's head she still has what she went through last chapter which is is ellen a monster essentially and she wants to find out so she goes you know what he's been avoiding me and uh instead of giving him a chance to do that i'm just gonna go approach him and she comes up with like that kind of like classic like high school drama stomp where she's just like stomping up on him and the friends are like oh yep see you dude <laughs> and just bail and the people ellen was talking to leave really quick and they have their little snarky remarks and ellen tries to play it off like it's nothing and then he sees that vin's crying or at least starting to and that's when he like like it flips again the snarkiness is gone He's like, hey, do you want to go to private and talk about whatever this is? Because up to this point, he was ignoring her. And he admits it a little bit later in the conversation. Yeah, I was straight up ignoring you. I was avoiding you. I'm, that's, but they go to talk in private. He's like, I've been avoiding you. I've been ignoring you. But it's because, you know, it looked like you were making good headway in the, in the, in, in the social circle and everything. And he's like, I didn't want to get in the way of that. And she's like, liar. He's like, all right, yeah, you got me. Okay. You know? I thought you were becoming like them. He goes, the only way you get into this inner circle is you become like them. He didn't like who she was hanging out with. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> and she just loses it and lets it go and yells at him. Like, do you sleep with ska women? Just like, and Ellen's like, oh. And the thing is, you think, right, Ellen, it's going to act shocked. How dare you accuse me? Whatever it is, the whole thing. He goes, um, you should sit down. And oh, mm. oh man, I'm pretty sure her her heart dropped the same way mine did when I read that. And I was mm-hmm. like, darn it. And she, she, you know, starts telling him like, oh, you do. It's true. Dachshund's right. Kelsey's right. You're all the same. You're, You're all, the, all like... the same. Yeah. And Ellen, to his credit, stays calm. Let's her re- lets her kind of get her initial reaction out and then tells her, yeah, I was 13. I was 13 and my father made me do it. He said it was time that, you know, he, it was the whole spiel that they always gave. It's time to you become a man, da, da, mm-hmm. da, da, da. 
And he he made me do it when I was 13. He goes, I didn't know they were going to kill her. And ever since then, he goes, I've never, ever once even thought about doing it again. And something he says is, Vin starts to believe him. Again, it's like that that thing where she's listening to him. And he goes, he just seems so genuine when he says it, that he, he she believes him. And he even has a moment where she goes, she, she's like, the guilt, the anger, the pain in his voice when he's recalling this. I believe him. And he says, someone needs to stop this. Someone needs to stop what's going on. But he basically confirms that it is going on. Mm-hmm. He confirms it for Vin. So on one hand, Vin in this moment is both relieved and upset. So she questions him further. All right, you've confirmed my worst fear here. It is going on. This is a normal thing, which means y'all aren't innocent, like I was hoping. How many of you? And Ellen says, roughly a third indulge in it. And then after that, it's kind of hit or miss. And Vin, again, like, at this point, I think she's having the more of the realization. She, again, she doesn't hate the noble people. Even after hearing this, she still doesn't hate them. Because she goes, oh, Dachshund and Kelsier want to purge them. But that, that they don't need to do that. Because if, if what, you know, I believe Ellen, and he's saying it's only a third of them that are like this. Which means, while this is bad, you know, we, we don't have to stoop to their level. We don't have to get rid of all of them. A lot of them can still be redeemable people. Which is a kind of a rough shift from Vin, because Vin went from, I don't hate them, they're okay, like, what if this isn't a thing, to, I'm on board with killing them, just not all of them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ooh, that's, that's a rough shift. I'm, I'm okay with a little genocide. Yeah, a little genocide. <laughs> but yeah, no. And, man. Vin realizes she's brought up a, a deep wound for Ellen. You know, he he was genuine. There was a pain in his voice. There was anger in his voice. He meant it when he said this needs to be stopped. He does not like what's going on and the way things are handled right now. So she extends an olive branch and is like, they are smart. He's like, what? And he's like, the, the, the ska on the plantations. They are really smart. Because they have, they have intelligence. Yes, they have intelligence. They're like us. They're just like normal people. How do you know? Well, like I talked to like an escape ska. They're angry. An escape scar, if they're supposed to be killed, he goes, yeah, I mean, I, I'm keeping a secret, you know, things. and she basically reveals a whole lot about the scar. Underground networks, how they tra- how they help talk to each other, she reveals a little too much, okay, this is a bit, this is a self-report, okay? Um, but, but Ellen is, like, stoked. Yeah, she sees in the way that Ellen's looking at it, and she goes, like, okay, she she's at least reconfirmed at this point that she believes Ellen is still the person she thinks she knows. And he was sheltered. He was also very sheltered because he even said something to the effect of like, I didn't realize the scholar recognized that the nobility had better lives than them. Yeah. He, He's like, I didn't even know they knew that. Yeah. He he like equated their, their, what what's the word? Self-perception or whatever to like that of an animal. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so. This happens. She learns that Ellen is genuinely curious. He's not the monster she thought he was. Even after hearing what happened, she believes him. And she takes his side on this. And he takes note that when she's crying, I guess I forgot to mention this, but it doesn't matter. She takes out Spook's handkerchief and she's trying to clean up her face because her makeup's running. And he's like, who gave you that? 
(laughs) (laughs) And she's like a suitor. And he's like, you know, she's trying to get back at him a suitor. And he's like, hmm, I see. And by the end of this, he gives her a handkerchief and says, here, you need to clean up your makeup. And when she goes to give it back, she goes, that wasn't meant to be given back to me. He goes, I might have been a fool to allow someone else the chance of courting you, but I would be an even bigger fool to not give him competition. And so, dude, Ellen's on board. The game is on. The game is on. <laughs> yeah, Ellen's on board. Like he, he, Vin believes him to be genuine through his actions here, unless it's some elaborate ruse. He seems to be genuine back to her. And he says, you keep that. I need to go because I need to have a meeting with my people. And she sees that it's Lacall and Hasting again. And they're at, they're at keep Hasting right now for this ball. And he leaves to go to whatever this meeting is. Says it comes back and says, it's like another handkerchief in sheesh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, she leaves out. It's Ellen's Indeed. <laughs> wisely, but, um, she's like, Hey, I saw Ellen walk with these two, the two guys again. I need to go spy on them. And he's like, and then says, was like, well, that's going to be obvious. She goes, no, I'm going to do some Mistborn spying. And she, he's like, Oh, he, and she, but she does some character growth character growth mm-hmm. imaginary range rainbow coming out of my hands <laughs> um character growth um she goes i need your permission though says it do i have it and it seems like vin learned from run just running off she's mm-hmm. she's like hey for all you parents out there it just takes an axe being buried into their side there you go it's oh i'm joking yeah. i'm joking don't clip it anyway <laughs> um but yeah no she learns character growth says it's like how's your side and she goes never better and says it's like hmm Okay, just be careful. Don't get caught. Go do it. And she goes off Mistborn spying. And we learn that Ellen and his band of people, there mentions five. And I can't remember all the house names. It's like Claw Hastings, Tikiol. I can't remember. That's definitely not important, right? Venture. <laughs> Venture. But they're talking. And Ellen's like, gung ho, like, have y'all been reading the books I've been giving you? Like, we need to change these things. And everyone else is like, we're not going to change anything. And he's like, you're an heir to a great house. You're second in line, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he's like saying, like, we're going to be the leaders here soon. We can change these things. You know, we can try to make a life better. And he says something that is just straight heresy. We can pressure the Lord ruler if we unite. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, we went from light heresy to like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Vin's listening to this. Vin hears her name called. She freaks out and Kelsier's back. Kelsier is back from the caves. He's been spying on her. And he's like, well, you're spying on them. He goes, yeah. Have you heard anything useful? Because I've been spying on them for like months now and they're not saying anything useful. At least not to me. He goes, I do promise this though, Vin. They don't seem like bad people for noblemen. I won't kill them. And Vin's like, oh. <laughs> thank you at least at least kelsey isn't going to kill them but kelsey's just like it's like it's funny it goes both ways right they're just ska kelsey's like i won't kill them but you got to remember they're just noblemen mm-hmm. and so they decide that it's time for them to return back to the mansion and they jump off into the night and that's where we're left with this chapter so you know Real neat. I mean, but I got, I got real got neat, stuff to but not as neat as following us. You know, giving us a rating, helping the, the helping the podcast grow. I hear now that if you put a rating in, it makes a cool noise. Uh, oh. So 
Put it in. Let's hear. I, I swear, I will give Linus tech tips a running for his <laughs> for his terrible transitions. <laughs> okay, okay. So uh, appreciate everyone who's following us now. If you can follow us, that'd be great. And ratings are really, really cool. Okay. So um, Ellen confirms that nobles nobles are uh, not super awesome people as a group. Um, yeah, not cool. And uh, some would say uncool. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's, let, let's go on. They definitely are not wearing uh, pink on Wednesdays. Um, mm-hmm. And they he's officially courting Vin. Um, so they're, yeah. they're, they're FBO now. Uh, is that still a thing now? Uh, meta now? It's MetaBO? Facebook official. Anyway. Um, oh, God. It's, <laughs> it's now, you know, officially on the books. Um, the second one's in. Hey, everyone. You might need one or two more clues, but go ahead and guess Max age. Oh, don't give me that. He, he's getting he's dating himself. Goodness a little bit. gracious. So anyway, what is so, it? The 40th century. <laughs> goodness gracious. So uh, there we go. We go through here, and um, Vin is able to confirm that. Hey, Ellen seems like a pretty good dude, and Kelsier basically confirms that in the end, just saying like, "Look, they as for nobles, they're they're not too terrible." Dude, that that is a, like a standing ovation from Kelsier to like I'm gonna kill all noblemen to yeah, I don't I don't have to kill these. It's a solid A minus, you know. Yeah, uh, and that's a that's like a big deal, you know. Uh, like you said, coming in coming in from Kelsier, so we get at least some confirmation that okay, uh, Ellen it seems like a pretty cool dude. Um, yeah, Vin's instincts are to be believed, you know. Yeah. She believed Ellen. He's 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 he feels terrible for what's going on. He honestly do, does want things to change. But was you know, Kelsier must know his nobles pretty well because his plan of killing Entrone, which I think that was like chapter nineteen ish, eighteen something like that. Um, right when we we talked to Hoyd, yeah, um, we talked to Hoyd, and those all the informants and everything. Right, he he had killed him, and basically that all the confusion around the death and where it happened cause other nobles to kill other nobles you know with tikiel and all that and so that we find out that's working it sounds like the gloves are off it sounds like misborns are going after each other now. well is everyone's a little bit more on edge uh, yeah. that, that that's at least definitely happening so kelsier's work is bearing some fruit um one thing i thought was really really interesting with this particular um chapter i mean one we we have shan is still trying to get out and get on to ellen <sighs> shan um but the ministry is going after all these theming crews and you gotta mm-hmm. assume they're pretty much after they gotta be after just vin because Kelsier, you know, they kind of maybe know about him, or they do know about him because they call he got called out when they when he went to the Lord Ruler space. But why would they go into random thieving crews for him? That's a good point because Kelsier's normally the crew leader. At least that's what they knew about him when they first caught him the first time. And they knew about him ahead of time because, you know, he would have broken out of Hathsen. They wouldn't have kept that quiet. They already knew about him. Mm. And they didn't go after these thieving crews until they found out that Ven existed. So, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, because there is that point, right? Kelsier kept questioning in a couple of chapters back, like, do they send two Inquisitors after Ven? You know, and I, I think I even brought that up. I was like, wait, this is the survivor of Hassan, right? They have to be hearing, you know, based on what we learned from Venture, they're hearing all the stirring that 
all the ska and everything have. They're, right. They must, we're going to assume they're more informed than House Fincher. And House right. Fincher was very informed. Why only one, why only one Inquisitor for Kelsier, two for Vin? And so, you know, and the thing is, is that they have to have seen, I mean, they may not have seen a Mistborn, but they have to have seen other Mistings and things like that. And it doesn't sound like they go totally crazy about them. So they're going, so it sounds like they're most likely going after Vin. I mean, assuming all these, the, these are true. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it is a lot of gossip from the most gossipy person in the court. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's, yeah. there's that. Um, and then uh, we get this thing, thing talking about the ska and kind of Ellen's points. Like he seems to be an educated guy who's very open-minded about the ska. Mm-hmm. And even in his mind, the ska were basically like semi-intelligent they they didn't they didn't even they were supposed in his mind they didn't even recognize that they were you know lower class people yeah that they were treated any different um they and so like he even he who gives them all this credit is like fascinated when Vin is like yeah they're just like us you know they they're able to they're be able to be really smart they're able to do really things some of them are smarter than you know many of the people that walk around here um she even says some are smarter than you yeah and um and this is like blowing his mind um and she reveals this by saying like oh yeah i used to hang out with the plantation skull all the time like i they they trusted me and i kept their secrets yeah that's why i had to leave that's why i came here essentially and this is even more intriguing to Ellen because, you know, he was already really, really intrigued by Vin. But like now he's starting to see like she isn't like everyone else. She's not like all of the girls. Yeah. Um, she like actually has uh, some reason um, or some compassion that's in line with what what Ellen already ha- is already looking into. And we get a little bit. um a little bit of look into you know what uh Ellen has been doing with these with this group of people. He seems to be the only one that's like taking it seriously. You know, he's like essentially um going to be a future house house leader. He's kind of making allies with the other future house leaders and saying, "Hey, things maybe aren't very good and maybe we can do something about it." And most of the other guys are like, "You know, I just came here to kind of, you know, get some good brandy, get some good wine and, you know, kind of chat about this academically. I don't know if it's seriously going to happen. He's like, no, this really could happen. But as Kelsier says, it never amounts more to the talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The thing here is, I think the big thing here with this chapter definitely is, you know, it's being used as a confirmation, at least in my opinion, that Ellen is a good person. You know, up to this point, everyone's been telling Vin that she's wrong. And Vin's been the only one who's like, no, I really, I don't think I'm wrong here. My my instincts are good. And I think, like, what was super interesting to me, right? Kelsier basically went from, like, man, she's getting duped by Ellen. You know, I'm going to need to keep an eye on her. She's not going to stay away. To that transition to, to him basically spying on Ellen for two months and coming to the conclusion of, He's not that bad, which again is crazy, right? You would just think, I know, I don't think Kelsier would have ever actually killed Ellen in this case, you know, in that time span, because I think that is a big like threat to the way that, um, you know, Vin could interpret him. But like this thing, I really think in that moment, Kelsier was trying to find some way to turn Vin against Ellen and he, he legitimately just couldn't find one. 
yeah. he he would have. Oh yeah, were, he absolutely would have, yeah. and he could, and he obviously could. Um, and yeah, I will have a good way to awkwardly end this episode. <laughs> hey guys, it's Matt. Thanks for listening to the Autos Podcast. You'll start seeing regularly scheduled episodes starting November 14, 2022. If you'd like to follow us, please consider subscribing. We're a small project, so please support us with likes and comments because that's what the algorithms crave. If you're listening to the YouTube channel, please hit the notification bell. And if you really want to give us a boost, consider supporting us on Patreon so we can give Vaughn a better mic. <laughs>